Today's football news is with thanks to Fuji Clean, manufacturing sewer treatment plants since the 60s with over 3 million systems installed around the globe. Call 1-300-733-619 or visit fujiclean.com.au. Time for all the football news, and as always, we're joined by producer James Clark. Morning, Clarkie. How are you, boys? Morning, James. Oh, very well. And, uh, of course, well, sitting on top of his throne, the king of the Maltese, uh, <laughs> let alone a decorated soccer. He's cashed up, isn't he? <laughs> He's none other than Scott McDonald, former Socceroo. How are you, Scott? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, uh, not too bad a weekend, I've got to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you looked a bit weary on uh, Sunday at uh, the Raw game, Scott. Uh, probably, there, was a, there was a lot of football on over the weekend, and uh, last night it culminated with uh, another trophy for Ange Postacoglu and, and Celtic, and uh, your boys, Manchester United, with a, a League Cup win over Newcastle at Wembley. So, um, yeah, plenty of football on, and we've, we've got FA Cup this week as well, but uh, where do you want to start? Oh, look, I think, um, you know, obviously speaking about one of our own, Ange, I think it's been a, obviously being a Celtic fan and ex-player there, I think, again, a wonderful achievement to beat your biggest rivals in a cup final. I've had the pleasure of doing so myself, and uh, there's no better feeling than, obviously, you beat your biggest rival in any game, but to beat them in a cup final um, and the first trophy of the season, I think you could just see... We don't see a lot of emotion off Ange a lot of the time. I think the biggest we did was when they won the league last year, but you could see how much it meant to him, uh, this one, particularly because Rangers at the moment are being a bit antagonistic. Um, you know, in the media, saying a few things, the new manager and a few of their players, and I think um, I think the uh, the manager and, and the players and, and obviously the fans took a lot of pleasure out of uh, that victory um, over the weekend, but it was, a, it was a brilliant game to watch, I've got to say. Um, if you're a neutral, it was a very entertaining game because Celtic dominated for big, big periods of the game and went 2-0 up and then all of a sudden Rangers come alive and uh, it was quite a nervy ending for, for both teams. Yeah, and Kyogo Furuhashi, he just continues to impress, doesn't he? Uh, another two goals. He's he's just a, one of those players that's come from Japan and, and just loving it uh, in the Scottish Premier League. Yeah, he really is. He, he's a big-time player. He, he always comes, you know comes to fruition uh, when the big games come around and uh, there was a bit of uh, uh, how can I say speculation that he was going to miss this game uh, due to injury but uh, um, you know Celtic fans will be best pleased that he wasn't and uh, you know he, he come up with a goods once again and that's one out of three and they're, they're on for a treble this year with the, the league and, and still in the Scottish Cup. And it appears just from a distance at least he had a wonderful World Cup, but Aaron Moy seems to have got a second wind uh, and also over there playing well for Celtic. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a few players. Obviously, we'll talk about Marcus Rashford in a minute, but like there's players that have come out of that World Cup better and fitter um, and just set it alight. And, and Aaron's definitely one of those players. And you know, the more that the season's gone on, the more trust he's had uh, from the manager himself and, and picking him over O'Reilly, who was wonderful uh, end of last season and at the beginning of this season, playing a little bit deeper, but then Aaron's come in and, and just, you know, set it alight. There was a lot of criticism when Aaron first signed for Celtic, mm. and Celtic fans weren't really having him, and I'm very, very pleased for him to see that how he's turned that around, and how much Celtic fans now adore him and, and every other player at the moment, because they're doing so well, and um, yeah, it is, it is great to see the revive of his career um, you know, after that little bit of period of not having a club.
And uh, your boys, Manchester United, with a, a 2 win, two nil win over Newcastle at Wembley. And uh, that man, Casemiro, he has just been... Uh, He's just been the shot in the arm that Manchester United uh, have needed, isn't it, Scott? And uh, Ten Hag, the rebuild uh, at United, it's it's impressive, and uh, he, he's not stopping at this one. He, he's got uh, he's got his sight sets not only in the league because I I don't think they're too far off, and a lot of people are sort of discounting that they don't have a shot at the league. But uh, I'd be worried if I was Arsenal and Man City, just the way Manchester United are playing. Absolutely, and you talk about Casemiro. He has been a monster for for Manchester United. You think about everything that we were talking about at the beginning of this season. All we talked about was Manchester United and just how much of a disarray they were um, with the Ronaldo saga and and how that's turned around in a six month period. Um, you really have to give it to Ten Hag, um, you know, as a as a coach. How he's you know been very very disciplined. He's taken no nonsense with any of the players whatsoever, whether it was Ronaldo or even Rashford being late for a game, he dropped him. Um, you know, he's doing some really, really impressive things there. And, uh, and look, I think you're right. I think Manchester United, you know, are going to obviously be there or thereabouts at the end of this season. But I think eight points is a lot, Clarky, you yeah. know, to try and catch up yeah. with, with Arsenal. And you've got Manchester City, who I don't see dropping a lot of points either. Um, but the, I think they'll they'll do enough to just make those two above them, you know, look over their shoulder for the rest of the season. That's for sure. But before we get to uh, the FA Cup games that are on this week, um, let's have it. Like Spurs, that was another one of your multi Spurs with a two nil yeah. win over Chelsea. How long for Graham Potter? A lot of people are saying that uh, he's safe in his job, but uh, it's been an awful start to 2023. Just. Uh, not not only that, just the disappointment in not scoring goals, but just not getting victories either. Well, I just can't believe, you know. Certainly, if if uh, if this was still the Abramovich era, you know, reign of of Chelsea, he would have been gone weeks ago, I would imagine. But as it is under the new ownership, they're they're sort of taking the Arsenal model, aren't they, and being patient with him and, and trying to. You know, more or less say, look, we're going to take Arsenal's model here. They gave Arteta time. Look at the results now. Um, we're going to stick with him. We're going to give him pre-season because he never had one. Very, very interesting. I just don't think he has the personality um, to be able to deal with these big-time players. You know, the, the squad at the moment needs shaved as well. It's just far too big, and you've got too many choices. And the amount of amount of uh, changes he makes every week, he will be getting the nickname Tinkerman very, very shortly, just like that, that man Claudio Ranieri used to get when he was at Chelsea for changing the team every single week. There's no consistency about them at the moment, and that's showing on the park. Right, let's back up your uh, success over the weekend. Uh, with the FA Cup, we've got some games. Stoke City taking on Brighton. Uh, Brighton, the, the favourites there, $1.45. Stoke, uh, $7 outsiders. Leicester taking on Blackburn. Leicester favourites, uh, $1.35. Blackburn, $8. Fulham and Leeds, this will be a good one. Uh, $2.10 Fulham at home. Uh, Leeds 320 and Bristol City um, taking on Manchester City. This is a sellout at Ashton Gate, which I'll be going to in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, Bristol City $13 in that one. The draw 650 wow. and a dollar 18 Man City. Well, I think uh, I've got to stick with Man City on that one. I know FA Cup you know, throws some interesting things, but I just think Man City will have too much in that one. I think Fulham will get the job done at home to Leeds. Uh, Leicester will have too much for Blackburn 
And I just have a sneaky feeling that there might be a draw on the cards for Stoke v Brighton. There you go. So we and might go to a replay. So we might go, uh, go a draw at uh, full time in that one. Another a couple of uh, EPL games on this week on Thursday. Arsenal taking on Everton. Uh, we saw Everton beat Arsenal uh, last time. Uh, that was at Goodison. But uh, Liverpool also taking on Wolverhampton. And Liverpool, a disappointing result against Crystal Palace on the weekend. Yeah, it was. You know, after having a couple of steps forward, it's a couple back again, isn't it, for Liverpool? And it just seems to be one of those seasons that, that beckons to be in those Europa League places. Um, you know, the longer it goes on now, it's, it's going to be very, very difficult to catch that top four, obviously Tottenham getting another win as well to stretch it to nine points, albeit they've got two games in hand in them. So you never know if they can get on a run, but it just doesn't look like Liverpool are going to get on that run at the moment. But, look, this is a big game, reverse fixture again against Wolves. They need the victory, they need the points of being a little bit better at Anfield. So I think they will get that job done, and, and Arsenal will definitely have too much for, for Everton, you know, after you know another good victory for, for Arsenal on the weekend. Now, we're going to chat on Friday, Scott, but uh, the Copa del Rey semi-finals on this week too, but uh, not many people sort of focus on the Copa del Rey, but this week there'll be a fair bit of focus uh, with Real Madrid hosting Barcelona, another El Clasico. This one will be at the Bernabeu. Real Madrid at $1.95, the draw three forty. Barca outsiders at three fifty in this one. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Both teams dropped points over the weekend as well. Obviously, there was the Atletico derby, um, where if no one's seen it, obviously the sending off caused a little bit of controversy, didn't it? Korea on Rudiger. Um, Rudiger went down as if he was shot with a, with a little shove and managed to get him managed, managed to get him red carded. Uh, and then obviously, uh, you know, an upset shock for, for Barcelona as well on the weekend. So. Uh, look, this game's so hard to obviously pick. Um, I think both teams are very, very equal in in, in their performances this year. Um, being that Real Madrid are at home, they might just get over the line in that one. Real Madrid, OK. And, uh, Scott, before we let you go, uh, Matilda's Sam Kerr. Gee, she's had a fair bit of travel um, of late, but uh, didn't didn't affect her when she got back to the FA Cup for Chelsea. Uh, with their win over Arsenal, 100 games for for Chelsea, and that's 82 goals for her. So we want her to keep continuing scoring goals ahead of the World Cup this year. Absolutely. She's just a machine, isn't she? You know, she, she's been wonderful for our game and, and what she's doing overseas, and she's certainly leading the line. And all we have to do is give her the chances to, to score those goals. That, that, that's the difference at Chelsea at the moment, that... The amount of chances that they create for her, you know she's going to get goals. So come the World Cup, uh, we just need to get the ball in the right place and she'll be there for sure. So fingers crossed we can have a successful campaign in that one and she can continue to keep fit for one and then keep scoring goals till then. Good on you, Scott. Thank you so much for that. We'll chat Friday morning. Thanks, guys. See you then.